1: What's going on? Welcome into a new edition of PHNX Cardinals brought to you by the number 1 sports book app, of course, the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the uh, promo code PHNX, get yourself Locked in there as football season, you're building the stack, right? That's what this preseason's all about. My co-host, Johnny Venerable, already just cashing in on this Arizona Cardinals team, which is going up against the preseason Goliath next week. Preseason week two. We've got some insight on who you might see on the playing field next week against the Baltimore Ravens. We'll get into that and more sights and sounds from today's practice. Cardinals, were are back out there again today, Johnny. And uh, it was kind of a nice little treat under the tree. It was a uh, black helmet
0: day today for the Arizona Cardinals. Several teases that you gave us on PHNX Cardinals Twitter, if you haven't checked that out. Not only the black helmets, Bo, but the uh, 10 formation with one DeAndre Hopkins, Rondell Moore, A.J. Green, and Hollywood Brown. That we will be robbed of until mid-october but you buried the lead we're recording in bo's house we are in uh the process of moving studios we have a brand new fat studio that we'll be able to showcase here in the coming days but in the meantime bo kicked out his lovely wife and child so we could sit on his couch and record this podcast because the content never sleeps but in all seriousness, Bo, you were at practice this morning. You saw the Cardinals as they gear up to snap Baltimore's 21 win streak in the preseason, which is just so ass-backwards stupid. But I'm excited nonetheless because we're coming off a of W and we're getting some guys back healthy.
1: Yeah, and the uh, the four wide receiver sets is actually due to the fact that the tight end group isn't healthy. We, we haven't seen Zach Ertz for far too long. He hasn't even been at the facility, so that's something to continue to along with. Cliff Kingsbury maintains that it's not a long-term issue, but we haven't seen him since he had that reported calf issue. Good news, Trey McBride was there. Steven Anderson, a guy, he's going to be out for a week or so, according to Cliff, guy who's probably fourth on the tight end depth chart. Uh, Greg Dorch is dealing with a knee, but yeah, we did get to see that 10 personnel, and it's it's exciting. I mean, Cliff said, we're going to have some fun with that, and I think that's the understatement of the offseason, we got our first glimpse, and it's going to be... I, I can't talk too much in depth about it because we can only kind of talk about what Cliff talked about in the press conference because it was all during the closed court portion of the practice, but we saw Kyler Murray. We saw Hollywood Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Green,
0: Rondell Moore, and it was a beautiful thing to see. Yeah, and you the word you used to me privately, I'm just going to spoil it here, is, is movement, and I think that's what fans and media-like have been clamoring the most is they want to see these receivers shift roles a little bit. We want to see Rondell Moore stretch the field vertically. We want DeAndre Hopkins not on an island, and I, it sounds like based on what you're telling me that the fans could have something special in store for this season. I also am very much looking forward to, in terms of this Sunday, the return of Trey McBride. I think the fact that the Cardinals don't have a first-round pick this year, he becomes kind of the default, like, the player everybody wants to see. And with all due respect to Cameron Thomas and – Mayze Sanders McBride potentially playing it looks like he will play barring something unforeseen. Bow against Baltimore, what kind of an impact could he make with this team? Because Trace McSorley, I feel very confident. Trey McBride can produce with what we saw from Trace McSorley, and then also without Ertz being there, I mean he is the default number one tight end right now, especially from a receiving standpoint.
1: Yeah, as far as McBride goes, and and the misconception continues to get uh, debunked as far as Cliff Kingsbury and tight ends in his offense. We saw Ertz kind of debunk that last season. And I think McBride and Ertz and Max Williams, who's getting better and better as far as health wise, they're going to be, it's going to look like the team that's coming into play kind of a three headed tight end situation. Even though we saw 10 personnel, we could see that 12 personnel. Uh, You know, jumbo packages, maybe some three tight ends in red zone situations. Could that help out with Kyler Murray and his red zone throwing woes? DeAndre Hopkins certainly helps that out. But a a playmaker the caliber of Trey McBride, I think that this organization is giddy, borderline giddy to kind of see him and what he can do in the open field. Because, I mean, Ertz, they got him at 31. You got Max Williams, who's known for his blocking prowess, to see a playmaker who's youthful, uh, we think he's probably since he's back at practice today. He's uh, he's gonna the back injury is no longer a problem. It was just soreness, I'm sure, from facing reps that he hasn't faced, you know, in his entire young career. It's it's exciting to think about, you know, Trey McBride and, and what kind of upside he has in this offense. So, you know, getting back, I mean, th- these wide receivers, these four guys, AJ Green's going to be a borderline Hall of Famer. He's not a rubber stamp guy. I, I think in a, in a passing league. You know, his numbers are going to be up there, and they're up there with everybody as far as who's who at the wide receiver spot. But year two for A.J. Green, Rondell Moore making a jump in his second season, proven commodity in D-hop coming back after six games, and then Hollywood Brown finally having kind of the uh, training wheels taken off after not being in a rush-first offense. And just not only is it a diverse group as far as their skill sets and their size, but now it, it does look like Cliff Kingsbury is finally going to kind of move people around, as you said, and we're going to see maybe DeAndre Hopkins look a little bit more like he did in Houston where he was running different route trees. He was getting a slot. He was at X, could probably play some Y. I, I couldn't count anything out for DeAndre Hopkins, but that's going to be huge. Not only do you have to game plan as a defensive coordinator for this this array of just different skill sets and sizes, but now where they're going to be on the field.
0: This next comment's gonna come off like a knock of Christian Kirk, and it's not what I intend to be, but it always felt like Kirk was not an ideal fit for what Cliff Kingsbury wanted to do, especially in those early years. Larry Fitzgerald taking up the slot, Kirk kind of forced to the outside. Last year, he finally got an opportunity to, to slide underneath, but it still felt kind of awkward, especially as the season went on. I don't think enough has been said about the fact that when you have Hollywood Brown, you have a legitimate, you know, four-two-five speed guy stretch the field vertically. And then you double that down with Rondell Moore. And then you can use AJ green and Deandre Hopkins underneath as well as deep. I mean, this is, this is what I believe cliff Kingsbury envisioned once upon a time when he took this job, everybody talked about the, the air raid, the running gun that he ran at Texas tech, just athletes all over the field. And then you couple that, you know, as, as we mentioned with an Ertz and a McBride, it becomes very difficult to stop. This team is, is hedging their bet offensively that that these weapons Will carry them into the postseason. They have a daunting schedule, but at the same time, they're, they're leaning to what wins in the NFL. We watched Cincinnati, we watched the LA Rams have holes up and down the roster, but what did they each have? They had robust receiving cores that were diverse enough to create mismatches. I am bullish on this as well. I, I remember when they re signed AJ Greenbow, and I think you were with us at the time back in March, and I'm like, yeah, I don't love this move because I, I certainly don't want to see AJ Green become the default wide receiver, too. But in this scenario, I mean, he's wide receiver three or four, and I I like AJ Green in that matchup. I don't think you're going to find too many teams deep enough with CB three, CB four, CB fives that are going to be able to run with this group. And then you throw in like, do they dabble and, and mix into Greg Dorch? When does Antoine Wesley come back? Uh, it, it is, and I put this out on Twitter. I got pushback. That's fine. This is the most talented offensive skilled group in the history of the franchise. I think the the twenty the 2018 team with with Warner and Fitz and Bolden and Breston probably more top end of course you had three hall of famers but then there was a steep drop off Edgerin James you know the whatever was going on with the tight end group and then in 2015 you got kind of a hodgepodge but from from a skill position standpoint the names on paper and the production that you're potentially going to get I don't think there's been a more talented group in the in the history of the Arizona Cardinals
1: and we're not really talking about the tight ends we we alluded to them a bit we talked about Trey McBride but then you have the running back crew which we'll get into here in a little bit because we did hear from you know, training camp darling, Keontae Ingram, a, a favorite of this show, probably because our co-host D- Damian Anderson went through the draft process getting Keontae ready for the draft. We heard from him, and you gotta like his hunger in another guy like Dorch. Like, I feel like those are the type of players that can continue to keep these, these proven commodities in check. These guys, you know, AJ Green at 34 years old, and all he's accomplished, he knows that if he slips up, his targets are probably going to go down when you've got guys who are hungry and and willing to do whatever it takes to uh to to get the ball or just to even be on a, on a fifty three man roster. I mean, Greg Dortch was talking about how he was cut five times in four years, five times in four years, and he's finally getting his opportunity. Uh, you know, as I said, he's dealing with a knee injury. Looks like he'll he he told us himself. He's like, I'm going to be back at practice tomorrow because you got to think a guy like Dortch is like can't miss any time. Yep. And you hope that you know guys like Andy Isabella are seeing that and realizing, hey, I just got to find a way to put myself on the field. Like, I'll take away, you know, the COVID part. But anything else that takes Andy Isabella off the field or players of that ilk off the field, it's not good because you're not going to make 53. You have a very slim margin for error. But we'll get into the running back conversation. Uh, Maybe even more talk about what – Zavin Collins, you know, what was some more reaction to his performance and what we liked, what we didn't like. But, uh, you know, the Arizona Cardinals, I saw this, Johnny, five-and-a-half-point
0: underdogs at home in the preseason. So I was going to ask if you had seen the home spread. So the Cardinals, again, they host Baltimore Sunday Night Football. Love to see it. Black helmets and a 21-game win streak on the line in the preseason for the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I'll let you share kind of Cliff Kingsbury's outlook toward that, but that's an egregious spread. Hammer the Cardinals plus five. I think they beat this home streak because I saw enough from former Raven, Trace McSorley to be able to get the job done. You can get the job done yourself by dabbling on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now using that promo code PHNX, you can make your first deposit a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Kyler Murray's over under 25 and a half touchdowns. Hammer that Uh, 4,100 yards passing. Hammer that. I think uh, K1's going to have career highs as we just talked about that receiving core. You can dabble on all of those right now at DraftKings. That's promo code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See those show notes for details.
1: If you get out to the State Farm Stadium for the second preseason, the only game actually going to be played at the Cardinals home stadium on Sunday, you'll find that four peaks is flowing like wine, right? And hopefully touchdowns, they're uh, flowing like the geese of Capistrana, still from Dumb and Dumber. But Four Peaks is the flagship beer of State Farm Stadium and PHNX Sports. And we're going to give our next sweepstakes, Toast of the Month sweepstakes, away here by the end of August. And you can win yourself a $50 Four Peaks gift card, PHNX shirt of your choice, and a PHNX annual membership. Go to gophnx.com. Click on the link in our show notes here on this audio-only podcast. You must be 21 years or older to enjoy the Four Peaks beer, and it is delicious, but enjoy responsibly. So, Cliff Kingsbury, as you mentioned, he had a quote. You know, he was asked in the press conference, and it's going to be asked at nauseum this week, Johnny, about the 21 game win streak from the Ravens. And this was from Kingsbury. He said, "Quote: That's part of their culture. They say we're going. They they say we're going to win all these games and bring it into the regular season. And I respect the approach. And I think he was kind of poking fun at it a little bit in his own Cliff Kingsbury way." Because, you know, Cliff Kingsbury, he says we're more in like the evaluation mode. We don't give a shit about winning this football game. We probably don't give a shit that they've won 21 in a row. It is a it, it could be, you know, a knock against Cliff, depending on how you want to take it. and What you visualize as your ideal head coach. He's just the polar opposite, really, from how John Harbaugh runs his ship in Baltimore.
0: Yeah, and here, I'll defend John and company in Baltimore. Like, your goal is to not go into these preseason games and lose, right? Because it's a reflection of you. Like, in Cliff Kingsbury's defense, Friday night and the ass-kicking that they gave to Cincinnati up and down the roster for four quarters, that's a reflection on Cliff and the job that he's done with Trace McSorley and these second and third-team wide receivers, the job Vance Joseph has done with all these developmental guys on defense. So I, I, I understand both gentlemen's mindset – But I, I mean, I would tell you right now, I'd be disappointed if the Cardinals don't win this game. I'm disappointed anytime they don't come out on top, even if they're trying some nuanced stuff. Like at the end of the day, like you can't go through the motions in a preseason game. It's, it's real football as we saw with Zayvon Collins and everybody in our DMS and messages that first quarter and a half on Friday night said, where the hell is number 25? I see him getting blocked downfield, but Bo, you've dabbled in some video footage over the course of the last 36 hours. And I, we're not cutting bait here on Zayvon Collins, but we have liked to see more splash plays from the former first-round pick? Of course we would, but that's not to say that he can't build off of it sounds like what coaches think is a promising game. Yeah, and you have to feel encouraged that they
1: went with the plan in place to pull him after a couple series, and they felt like they saw enough on tape from Zayvon and looking back at it, because I was one of the people who was pretty negative about his performance, that he was going to have to show us something here against Baltimore because we saw nothing. And then I look back at it, I was kind of wrong on that because he looked, you know, when he had opportunities to get off the pass against the passer, and then there was a there was a play where he actually was going after the passer and then picked up a running back in the flat. I thought it was a solid move. He hit the shit out of a guy number sixty one who took exception to it and, and kind of fought back on him at the end of a play, I, I think Zaven Collins is a little bit closer than we initially thought, and, and that's good. And he made a big pass breakup in practice today uh, against a, a couple, one of the big four wide receivers, which is encouraging because, you know, that's one of his strengths, coverage. Um, and, you know, he just looks like he's finding where he's comfortable. There's still a lot of parts, Johnny, of his game where he's not just reacting He's just out there, and he's he's in between his ears too often. But when he's just – when he knows where he has to go, when he knows what his goal is on that given play, that 6'5", nearly 260-pound frame and speed, it shows up on film.
0: Yeah, and I'm as ignorant as anybody with the lack of patience that we give these draft picks, especially those that come from smaller schools. Once upon a time, you know, I was screaming, just cut Hassan Reddick, save that cap money. And then that was more, he's playing the wrong position. He finally got to play outside, but he dabbled outside linebacker his rookie year and didn't do much of anything. So, you know, temple Tulsa, these guys take time, not coming from, you know, bread and butter sec where it's just blue chippers that are ready to kick ass the NFL level. And that's why watching somebody like Nikobe Dean, uh, Saturday or Friday for the Philadelphia Eagles come from that Georgia defense. And he's like, he hasn't missed a beat playing for Philadelphia on the national stage in the NFL. And I think that's what we all want from Zayvon, and so I, to your point, small victories have to be the key. It's like, can we just build a foundation of small victories where he can come out of every game saying, "I got better, I'm improving, I'm working up toward, you know, becoming a a very solid player." But again, this this franchise has been so much; I, they've they just had such a hard time finding this position, dating back to Carlos Dansby and and everything that. That that Big dance we would do coming out of Auburn, and then they've just been in a rut, and we've just been so anxious to annoy. Certainly, I have from Kevin Minter, Aom Buchanan, Daryl Washington, once upon a time Isaiah Simmons, and now Zaven Collins. It's like, and then I didn't even include Reddick in there, but like we've been through the gauntlet, and it, somebody needs to take this position and run with it. And Zaven still has time. Certainly, this is only the beginning of his second year, but we watch other teams make it easy make it look easy. San Francisco finding Fred Warner in the third round, right? All these teams that can plug and play these middle linebackers. Bobby Wagner was the second round pick KJ Wright, Once upon a time for Seattle was in the fourth round, right? I couldn't even tell you who the LA Rams uh, linebacking mm-hmm. core is. And they just won the super bowl. The Cardinals are very susceptible to this athlete persona trying to fit a square cube into a c- cylinder circle. And it's just like, sometimes I just want it to be easier for them and it just isn't. And so I, I have to remember that, like Zayvon, did not be asked to be put in this position, right? The Cardinals picked him. He played what? Will linebacker at Tulsa. He wasn't a true inside linebacker. He played at a small school. Should it be? A, should he have been a top twenty pick? Who knows? But I, I should probably have less patience for the organization rather than for Zayvon. If they can get him up to speed, and it's going to be, you know, some
1: patience from the fan base at this point, because I think the organization figure out. Look, we we have to be patient with them. Instead of anointing him the inside Mike linebacker in May before his rookie season, you know, that, that I'm sure Brady, Steve Kime, yeah, Steve Kime wants uh and, and I'm sure Zavin wants they want to jump in the glory and gun it to 88 and take back those them saying that because now they they realize that it's going to be a process for Zavin at this point. But if they can get him going in the right direction, just at a necessity necessity, they have to just get him up to speed to where. He's he's doing more of those react moves than he is uh, trying to figure out where do I need to be and be perfect and fine with his play out there on the field. But here's what I will say is like I, I'm so encouraged with the defensive line and the young pass rushers just through one game. And, and, and I know take that with a grain of salt for sure. But I, I am imp- impressed by Victor Duma I know what you're going to get when you get Marcus Golden back. Uh, the interior of that defensive line, you add JJ Watt as well, Zach Allen. You know, there's there's enough guys making some noise and being physical up front that it, it's gonna it's gonna help out a guy like Zayvon Collins. Um, so we'll see. We still have a little bit to talk about as far as this the running back room before we get out of here. Uh, not too much going on as far as. No, no big news on the injury front. We're not seeing anything there. So the Cardinals relatively healthy. So we'll, we'll just kind of continue with that. But, uh, you know, we want everybody out there to stay healthy as much as possible. COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older and 12 and older are also eligible for the booster. Just visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location near you, because not only do we want everybody to be out there at State Farm Stadium, the first home and only home game for the preseason We're going to be doing some watch parties all over the Valley, Mesa, Glendale, hanging out in Tempe at Four Peaks. We want you out there healthy as possible. COVID-19 vaccines, as we said, free for everyone 5 and older, 12 and older, also eligible. azhealth.gov slash find vaccine. We have more free stuff to give out, Johnny
0: yeah uh we were just packing up the office and i packed up a ton of ogs and i wanted to take it and steal it for myself but i said i gotta give this out to our phnx faithful our brethren ogs just launched their first ever limited edition seasonal flavor pina colada it's my go-to i will have several please and thank you a perfect pineapple and creamy coconut blend hell yeah check out oz ogs online at ogbrands.com on instagram Again, yes, three bags of OGs, including orange creamsicle, tropical flavors, and OGs hat. I need an OGs hat and a PHNX shirt of your choice and a PHNX annual membership that's worth its weight in gold. What you can do right now: sign up at gophnx.com and click the link in our show notes. And you can check out OGs online as I mentioned, ogbrands.com on Instagram at ogbrands, and you can find their products. At your local dispensary here. We're just having so much time in the valley, but you got to be 21 and older to purchase Bo,
1: Wrapping up PHX Cardinals, thanks for listening to our audio-only podcast. We are kind of in flux, as we Johnny said. We're moving studio spaces. We can't wait to see uh our, our new digs. It's gonna be phenomenal and it's gonna just add to the PHX product. And and we're excited about that. We're gonna have our tailgate show in the morning. We're gonna have our PHNX Cardinals podcast post game for all Cardinals games and of course on a daily basis your one stop shop for all your Cardinals news and information and entertainment as well um excited about all of that I'm also excited about this running back room continually watch practice And I see these guys James Connor Johnny Daryl Williams Keontae Ingram Jonathan Ward Eno Benjamin guys who are just hitting the shit out of pads and then have like the ability to kind of finesse nice catches coming out of the backfield. Like, you know, they always say when you're trying to find a mate, like find somebody that can do it all. And it just feels like this running back room, like I'm swiping right on this running back room, every single one of them. I mean, it's just, I love it. We heard from Keontae Ingram, the main takeaway from his media availability today, Johnny was, you know, what his overall goals are. And it's, I want to be a three down running back in the NFL. That's the number one goal. I mean obviously he's got the team part of it too and he wants success for the Arizona Cardinals and he'll do whatever that is. Uh, but but you love it. Uh, one thing he did mention is he's not a team's guy a special teams guy. This is something that's new to him as far as tackling and all that. but uh, you know it's I think his days of playing special teams if he can just hone into it for one season are, are going to be short in the NFL.
0: Yeah. And I feel like especially, Bill, like James Conner, I'm swiping right on James Conner, as you mentioned. But I mean, he's got a shelf life. He's almost 30 years old. They signed him to a three-year contract that's really two years guaranteed money. So there is an opportunity here for somebody to carve out a niche spot. You know, Eno Benjamin, seventh round pick. Daryl Williams is on a one-year contract. Haven't seen much of him like Keontae Ingram could be one of these draft darlings for the Arizona Cardinals where he sticks around long-term. If he can just show an ability to continually move downfield, push the pile, he's gotten a burst, and explosiveness that, you know, we've talked about it at nauseam, outweighs that of Jonathan Ward. But you just mentioned that Jonathan Ward can play special teams. And that's going to be a big deal because you would think Keontae Ingram's not going to get carries this fall early and often outside of an injury to the aforementioned James Conner so he can also then be given up big plays in coverage on special teams or as a you know a personal protector or whatever and that's going to get you cut real fast so they're going to have to determine if it's worth and i think it is but they're going to have to decide jeff rogers and company if it's worth stashing him on the roster because he is so talented and making it work on the fly as a special teamer and i think the best coaches bo can get that out of him he is he's that talented of a player that I I feel like you could carve out a niche for him and then let somebody else running back, receive your, uh, safety, play special teams and, and do what Jonathan Ward used to do.
1: Yeah. I mean, I completely agree. When you look at, you know, like I said, short self shelf life, playing the special teams position, whatever it might be, would you think that they could
0: possibly carry five guys at the running back position? No. No, absolutely, absolutely no chance. That room has to be bare so they can carry seven receivers.
1: Seven receivers. I mean, we're looking at the quarterback room. Could it look like last year's where they've got three quarterbacks on the 53-man roster until game day? Of course, they're carrying two active guys. It's uh, th- There's going to be a lot of just real tight roster battles here going down the stretch for the Arizona Cardinals. They got down to 85 from 90. Next is 80, right? And then the big cuts come. Long way to go, but in a short amount of time, make sure you're uh, subscribed to the PHNX Cardinals podcast. You're reading our work, gophnx.com. You're hitting up, uh, you're getting some Cardinals swag at uh, phnxlocker.com as well. We got everything that you want as an Arizona Cardinals fan. PHNX Cardinals, make sure you're following along on Twitter at phnx underscore Cardinals for all the great insight from Cards Training Camp. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. We'll talk to you guys on Wednesday with a fresh episode.